Well, come on over here. It looks like you've got a bit of a problem. Yeah, I see it there. You got the hooks in you, don't you? You feel the itch just below your scalp? That's the horror wanting to get out. Hmm. <laughs> you look familiar. Have I seen you here before? Uh, it doesn't matter. Have a seat. I've got just the thing for you. Think of it like another hook of sorts. I found them helpful when I was in your position, and it might catch the first one and tease it out of there and onto the page or screen. It's been a while since I've done this. Uh, well, a couple weeks at least. I'll get this one set up for you, but you're going to have to pull it out. You've got two weeks, 14 days to get it out of there. Doesn't matter how long or short it is, just create something. Short story, poetry, maybe you're ambitious and you'll make a film. Or if you're one of those gamer types, you can go ahead and create something like a... I don't know, a character, an item, or a setting. Maybe an adventure hook. And you're going to need to share it. After that, it'll settle in too deep and you'll be on your own. And I'd hate to think about what that thing will do to you if it stays put. Alright, now just settle back and listen. This might get a little weird. Comfy? No? Good. It goes something like this. Stubbed out smokes and a notepad loiter on the workbench lit by the glowing dial of a receiver. From a speaker comes a string of numbers half hidden in static. They make your brain itch. On the pad are coordinates and the words it won't stop screaming. And there you have it. That's your next one. Simple. Plenty of room for options. Now, in the time since we last spoke, I came up with one myself. I mean, this isn't a solo endeavor. I did tell you I'd work on one. So here, sit back down and let me tell it to you. I wish I wasn't so bad at this. I think I could do better if things were just quieter. But they aren't. And honestly, I'm starting to think they never will be again. I don't know what I'm going to do about that. But that isn't why you're here. It isn't why you're reading this. You need to know what's going on out there. You want to read about the weird and horrible. So let me tell it to you. Let me tell you why you should just stay inside and off of the trails. There's a trail not too far from where I live. It's an oval about two miles around through trees, marsh, and tall grass. I walk there at least once a week. It's about a five-minute drive in the car, and I can get in a few miles of walking to counter the office job. I went yesterday. Tucked in my AirPods, threw on a podcast, and went to town. Left, right, left, at a steady pace. There weren't many people out. It was overcast and a bit muggy. I remember thinking it seemed like the type of muggy that came with thunder. But we don't get many of those these days. Not like we used to. Anyway, I went a lap, and after some debate I thought I'd go again. The story on this episode of the podcast had its hooks in me, and I didn't feel like putting it away just then. Thing is, I'm a big dude, and two miles was a bit of a ways. Towards the midpoint of the lap, the trail is on a boardwalk over the marsh. It's, it's really just a path wide enough for two people to pass by. 
but at the corner it became kind of a platform with a bench and a lone tree. In the spring, I'd taken my camera out to that platform as bees in the area tended to make a large hive on that tree. I'd taken trying to get macro shots of bees recently, and it was a good place to reliably find them. They mostly left people who sat there alone, and the tree tended to provide shade on a sunny day. I needed a rest. So I moved to the platform and took a seat on the bench. I'm breathing deeply, getting myself ready for the walk back to the parking lot. Through the playground and dog park at the beginning of the trail, you know, it's, it's that kind of place. I'd been there for a few minutes when it happened. There was a flash and a huge crash overhead and the world went several shades of purple. I was thrown off the bench and must have passed out. When I came to, my head was killing me. There was a hissing in my ears that just wouldn't stop. I reached up to take out my AirPods and my fingers came away bloody. The tree was on fire. Glowing lines settling down the trunk into the muck below. Small sparks were flitting through the air. I tried to stand a few times and failed. Ended up grabbing a small stick that must have come off the tree to gain a bit of leverage. The minute I picked up that stick, the buzzing in my ears intensified. It was awful. It was so loud it felt like my skull was vibrating. My scalp, my face, even my teeth itched with it. I laid there, face against the boards, and groaned. After a minute I felt the boards thudding against me. Someone was running my way. I could just make out what sounded like shouting, but the words were lost to the drone. I lifted my head and looked down the walk. There was someone. Help was coming in the form of a middle-aged lady in yoga pants and neon trainers. I shouted and waved my hand at her, stick still grasped firmly in it, and she fumbled to a halt. The buzz intensified by degrees, like someone stepping up the volume. Then all at once it ceased. My jaw went slack. The relief was palpable and immediate. I tried calling again, but only managed to grunt before I started coughing. There was something wrong with my throat. When I tried to shout, it felt like the buzz in my head had been stuck about halfway down my neck. The jogger was still there, but her face had gone white, and she looked like she was in shock. What the hell, lady? I thought. Help me! All at once the buzzing came back, rising and falling and taking on a new quality. I nearly pissed myself when it formed the word. The word it hasn't stopped forming since. Point! The hell did that mean? Point what? My arm spasmed. A horrible pain, like grabbing a handful of needles issued from my hand. I looked at it. Blood was seeping through the fingers, the hand that was still grasping the stick. Point! The buzz came again. I moved the stick and pointed in the direction of the lady. I needed her help. The minute the end of the stick was lined up with her, she doubled over like she'd been hit with a hammer to the guts. I watched in horror as she grasped at her midsection. Her head, nearly in line with her knees, ratcheted up at an unnatural angle. She seemed to swell for a moment before unfolding. I tried to scream as I saw her face, jaw loose and mouth far wider than it should have been able to be. Her eyes were open, wide, and rolling in her skull. She convulsed once, twice, like she was about to vomit, and vomit she did, a torrent of flaming bees cascading from her mouth. 
The swell to her body dissipated, and she seemed to wither as the bees kept issuing forth and away like sparks off a bonfire. I retched, and what meager food I'd eaten that day ended up on the boards before me as I watched a glow build beneath her skin, skin gone paper-thin like a festival lantern. The glow burned through as she caught fire and fell over backwards, her body contorting in rapid snapping motions as it folded in on itself, and just like that the flames died, leaving her twisted husk on the blackened boards. I panicked. Pushing myself painfully to my feet, I stumbled down the walk, doing my best to avoid looking at the morbid mess as I passed. I had to get out of here. I needed to get to the hospital or go somewhere to stop the buzzing and get the stick out of my hands. Every step was a challenge. I must have looked obscenely drunk as my upper body canted to one side and I lurched forward and back trying to maintain my feeble balance. The buzz was still there but quieter now, just at the edge of my impacted hearing. I didn't know what the hell had just happened. Had I caused that woman to do whatever the hell she had just done? My eyes drifted to my bloody hand and the stick still firmly in my grasp. There was a tiny glowing dot on it now, maybe the size of the head of a pin. Orange like the glow beneath her skin was. I shook my head. There was no way. I stumbled on until I hit the gravel path, halfway back to the parking lot. I heard crunching in the distance and I turned towards it, locking eyes with another jogger. His tank top was soaked with sweat and the white cords of his earbuds swaying with each step as he noticed me, his face twisted with shock and concern. I shook my head at him and tried to call out a warning, and then it came again, overpowering. Point. I started crying as I raised my hand, and again the pain came and the stick came in line with the jogger, and he rocked back on his heels. Again seeming to swell and grasping at his stomach, he screamed, raw and pained, face raising to the sky, and his mouth hung open like his jaw was broken, and then they came. A cloud of burning bees, larger than the first. He spasmed and shook as they rushed out of him, his arms flapping towards his face and slapping at the tiny embers. The fire pushed through his flesh and shrank and shriveled, collapsing in a charred, sticky mass. I hobbled faster. I had to get to my car. I had to get home. The stick had another glowing dot, and I noticed the series of black, empty spots, seemingly the same size around the length of it. The buzzing stopped again as I made progress, but through my bloody ears I could hear children screaming playfully in the playground ahead. The playground I was going to need to get through. I started to bellow as loudly as I could, acting as crazy as possible. While I wondered at whether or not I had lost it, if I had to pass through the parking lot, I wanted the parents and kids there to be gone, and acting like a drunken crazy person seemed like it would do the trick. I rounded the corner and came face to face with them. A group of kids and adults moving slowly towards their cars. Some of the adults were on their cell phones, to the police hopefully. I screamed nonsense as my head threatened to split open with the force of the buzzing in my ears. Point! 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 It chanted. With each repetition came the fistful of needles and my screams became one long shuddering thing. I tried not to, I really did grabbing my hand and trying to keep it pointing towards the ground, but the pain was working its way up my arm worse with each stab and I gave in. My arm swept over the parents and their children, and I tried not to watch as they all bent double, swelled and vomited a cloud of burning bees skyward. 
The children with their hands raised towards their parents and towards safety. Oh shit in Christ, then they folded in on themselves and crumpled to the ground. Their parents followed seconds later. I didn't have anything left to retch. My eyes were dry and I couldn't summon up any more screams. I was numb. I kept my eyes forward and I walked as best I could back to my car. I fished my keys out of my pocket and drove home. The buzzing had stopped. The stick had come loose of my hand and sat on the passenger seat. A pattern of tiny embers around the top and a lattice. With more dark spots forming underneath in rings. It was the day before yesterday. I've been home ever since. The stick is in my hall closet about 20 feet away and I can hear the buzzing again. I think it wants me to pick it up. I can hear it calling. Point. 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 I'm going to do it. I'm going to point it at myself and see if it will stop the buzzing. Stay inside. It's not worth it out there. Binge something. I don't know. I hope nobody finds this horrible thing. And there you go. That wasn't so hard now, was it? Now again, you'll have 14 days to get the next one done. Remember, it's at the top of the show. Now I might ask why specifically you're still here. You got work to do. You know, truth be told, I don't even know how I'm getting Wi-Fi out here. Must be one of them survivalist compounds nearby. <sighs> I wish those guys would pack up and leave. Y2K was done and over with years and years ago. They gotta be out of toilet paper. Thank you very much for joining me for the first episode of Hooks of Horror. This has been an experience, and going forward, I think you'll kind of get an idea as to how the show is going to flow. Uh, if you missed the horror audio prompt for this episode, that was back in the teaser. Um, you can find it also on our YouTube and in various show descriptions and notes. Um, I'll go ahead and I'll start posting these uh, as episodes release. Again, you can find me on other podcasts, the Digital and Dice podcast, Creature Pasta, and the SGO files, as well as the upcoming Calling Darkness. Um, I'm sure there will be other projects I will add in and plug here at the end of the show. Before I go, I wanted to make a mention of what I had in mind when I was writing this story. Uh, I did want it to come across as something rushed, I didn't want it to be perfect, and I wanted it to feel a lot like something you'd encounter on our No Sleep. Uh, basically something you could maybe suspend disbelief for, maybe not, um, something strange and vaguely horrifying without being complete. Um, and I'd encourage most people who are going to write off of these horror prompts to follow that kind of vein. If you want it to sound like a specific subset of the genre, if you want it to be something incomplete, uh, go ahead and go for it. Write in that fashion. The whole notion of a flash fiction challenge and what I'm trying to do on Hooks of Horror is present you with a task, um, you know, a time frame and a prompt, and then you will do with it as you will. Uh, it, it doesn't have to be perfect, but it is going to be something you have to actually push for. Uh, and that might mean that you've got to sacrifice some time in editing. That might mean that it's something that you're only going to write the beginning of a work for, 
you know, like if you've got a longer project and this is just what you're going to use as your first chapter, I would certainly encourage you to do so. Um, again, you don't have to hold to the prompt specifically. If you want to just use it and it's kind of recognizable as coming from the prompt itself, then go ahead and, and tag it, post it somewhere, and do the thing. Uh, 